kind of a different situation to have uh, another wife involved, right? Even though it's been <laughs> difficult growing our family, there's a new woman in our life. We need Bert to be 100% on board. Are we going to have to slow down because she's not here? I'm going to go on a date with someone new. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Married to Reality. It's the Seeking Sister Wife Edition. I'm your co-host, John, here with my co-host and wife-wife. It's the one and only Teresa. The one and only. Hello, everyone. How's everyone Don't doing? Don't you forget the one and only. All I'll ever need. All you ever need. Exactly. Do you ever feel like you could use a sister? No. And we don't have kids, but that's what I'm hearing a I lot. Could use, if we have kids, I could use a nanny and a cleaning lady. Exactly. I'll pay them. I don't want a sister. That's that's my gut response to most of the dialogue on this show. Is <laughs> like, care.com or Rover? Well, it's like a living in friend. Yeah, or get a friend. Yeah, this it's like the ultimate living friend. Because again, if you were telling me you were banging, well, then I get it. Now you are in a relationship as well with this wife. But, but you, you are. You're no. in a friend's relationship. I know, but you're in a friend's relationship with your friends. Yeah, It's a platonic relationship. It is not sexual. You are getting nothing sexual out of this relationship. It's like living with roommates at bang, not all together. I know, but you don't have to go through the heartbreak of your husband banging your roommate. Well, that's the thing. There are now two couples that I believe are truly into this lifestyle. Okay. The rest, I don't. The rest, I think the wives really struggle and they, they talk about it openly. And in a way, I'm like, why are you in a relationship I like know. this? It must be killing you. I have thoughts. I have a couple thoughts. Yeah. And... We'll get to it. But yes, it is different reasons for different families. Yeah. And it, honestly, I do believe that some people are truly into this whole thing, right? They truly enjoy it. They're not jealous. They're happy for the other wives and it just works for them. But not everyone on this show feels like this. No. And to kind of piggyback off what I was saying with different reasons for different families, there's different reasons monogamous couples get married you hope it's for love but a lot of times there's other motives for why you'd get married like what well some people are gold diggers you're looking for a better life some people do it transactionally as a business to insure someone or reap other benefits some people do it for green card marriages as a business right there's why are you pointing at me <laughs> i use my hands a lot I, I gesture with my hands a lot it just happened to land on you we are a love marriage love love which marriage. you you try to tell yourself all marriages are but that's just not the case and so of course that's not the case with a sister wife situation either but it is the wives love the husband that's the thing until they divorce the husband and move on and they have to find a new sister wife yeah, but they all ultimately love the man. At one point. Yeah. At there is point. no one who's like, well, I'm just, well, okay, there is one person okay. that's just in it. <laughs> it's the young April. Yeah, the with the, the Davis? The one in Texas? No. Oh, they all have the same. Oh, that's Danielle. Oh, the, <laughs> oh we did the Foley family. We didn't get the Foley yeah, family yeah, yeah. this but episode. 
her, I'm thinking, like... She doesn't you, know what she's doing. Yeah, it's like, oh, okay, did your parents kick you out of their house? And you're trying <laughs> to find a new place to live. What's going on? Yeah, you're couch surfing. Yeah. You're, your husband surfing. Davis family, I feel like Danielle might be the right fit. Her mindset is perfect. Well, she's so immature. I don't think she knows what she's getting into. She's like, well, I could have taken biology 101, but instead I'm taking anatomy. But I'm doing I'm Nick's she can anatomy. still take biology 101. When she wakes up and gets out of this situation. Well, being in this. She doesn't know what a sister wife situation is. So we're. Well, she needs to give it a shot. When you have someone like Leah who understands that, I go completely. She knows what she wants. She knows what she's, she's getting into. Danielle, she's so young. She doesn't know. She likes Nick. Maybe she likes the idea of a sister wife situation, but she doesn't know what she's getting into. True. So how can she how can she actually make that decision? Or no, yes, this is what I want. Well, that's the thing. No one's born to be in a polygamous relationship. Like, if you don't well, try. Well, a lot of people like would. If you are interested. Oh, yes. There's a lot some of people, people who are no, born A lot of people would it. argue humans aren't meant to be in monogamous relationships. A lot of people would say we're animals. We are meant to spread our seed far and wide. Well, that's why people cheat, but. Mm. Yeah. But ultimately... They're animals who are in monogamous relationships. Penguins. (laughs) It's beautiful. Fucking otters, I think they too. Unless they swim off and they hang with other otters. Maybe dolphins? Am Mm, I making shit up right now? That sounds about right. I might be possibly making shit up. Whales? I think whales seems like very genuine animals. Okay. Right? Right? I don't know. Tigers? Tigers bang everyone. A tiger can't change his drives. <laughs> like lions. Set me up for that. You see one. lions walking around just banging and everyone. Tigers and bears. Oh my! All right, let's enough. Bears, exactly. Enough with the animal planet. But what I'm segment. saying is that yes and no. Yes, we may want to be with multiple partners, but no, we might not. And I think it's very personal. It's a personal preference, and humans are jealous. If yeah. you love someone, there is. Some sort of a jealousy unless somehow your mind is completely wrapped around this polygamous thing. And again, I believe some of these ladies are okay with it, but most of them are not. Yeah, I don't think everyone is jealous. That's what I said. Most humans, I think, share certain feelings, but I think there are outliers and some humans just don't get jealous. Do you get jealous? Yeah, I'm a jealous. Per- I'm not a jealous person. But I don't. I don't give you any reason to right. be right. And I feel like that's 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 the nice thing about that relationship. I don't get jealous either. I mean, yes, there were a few ladies that I was kind of mad at that they were talking to you a lot. But that's an interesting <laughs> word because I would say the same. And maybe maybe I'm just confusing the words. But I don't think I get jealous. I would get upset. If we were at a bar and a guy was talking to you and you were talking to him, I wouldn't get jealous. I would get mad. Well, you would get a little jealous. No, I wouldn't get jealous. I'd get mad. Why? Jealous is like, oh, I wish she was talking to me. I would just be like, no, why are you talking to him? It's because we have a solid relationship and you know that there is no one else. Like you trust me. I trust you. Jealous is in high school when your crush is talking to another guy. Well, that's not true. You, You still get jealous. Like... I guess I got a little jealous when we were just dating and let's just be honest. Like 
there were a bunch of people at your job that they had a big ass crash on you. One lady they were texting you. She was texting you all the time. She's my still, boss. She still does. She does not. She, she wanted. She wanted to bang you. She was older. She was married. She with was the kid. living her fa- exactly. She was living her fantasy. All right, well, could have been so a sister. I was slightly, slightly upset over that. Yeah, but I don't think you were jealous. I think there was a small part of me because she was your boss. So in a way, you you had to respect her and. I don't know. We were just dating. I didn't yeah. know how far you were going to go. I wouldn't go anywhere because well, we were good. dating and because she was married with a child. Well, true. <laughs> but I'm saying like that was a situation that bugged me. All right. Well, and especially because she said something, some things about me with, without yes, even meeting me true. ever. That's true. It she, wasn't about you. It was about Czech people. Yeah. She made comments about Czech people. I got really pissed. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, guys, welcome to the Seeking Sister Wife podcast. Woo. All right. We love this show, and I was going to say, if you guys aren't watching the show, you should be. But if you're listening to episode three of this recap, mm-hmm. you're probably watching. I hope you're watching. And again, I was literally just telling John, it's very, like, why I love the show is because it's very interesting and new to me. Yeah. And I know it's dramatic, and I know it's, you know, all that, but for me, it's learning because... I don't know anyone in a polygamous relationship and just watching <laughs> we, it. We knew someone who was trying to make it happen and then his did? wife found out and now they're divorced. Who? No, but he had two women. Well, yeah, he was, he was cheating. <laughs> yes. He was cheating. He wasn't trying to have a True. polygamous relationship. It was just yeah. straight up cheating. He was trying to have two yeah. women. But I find it very, very interesting. And so... I really enjoy podcasting about it. It's this. an educational it experience. It really is. For the very first time, TLC <laughs> dropped something educational. Yes. So we are loving it. We hope you guys are loving it. And as I said, this is our third episode. This is episode number three. And so if you've listened to episode one and episode two, you know what this means. Yes. You, you know that after this episode, this coverage is going to Patreon. The- Patreon. Patreon.com slash we don't know because, again, we're podcasting in the past and we haven't ironed out all the details yet of what that Patreon is going to be or what it will. But we will hold. soon. We will soon. We will. By the, by the time you're listening to this, we will have ironed yes. it out and hopefully we will have let you guys know on Instagram or some other yes. form what. I'm traveling in a few days yes. and... There is a list of tasks for John that he has to achieve. And that's one of them. <laughs> <laughs> one of them is Patreon. Yeah, I got to reach out to some yes. of our podcasting friends and ask him for some help. But we're going to figure out the Patreon because this is going to end up on Patreon. Some other things may have end up on Patreon too. Some yeah, exciting we to, things. We got to figure it out. Yeah, we have to iron it out. But let's start with this. And I, I think it's um, it's a great way for us to enter the Patreon world. Yeah. Starting and with sister wise. Yes. Sister. yes. And yes. again, guys, we been working hard and we just feel like it's a next natural step for a podcast yeah. that's growing to get on Patreon because we love it and we want to keep doing it. And so here we are going on Patreon. Yeah. And we didn't just want to put things we were giving to you for free on Patreon and make you pay for it. So that's why we're kind of doing it with Sister Wife, a show we were never doing before we, yeah. we we let you try it on the free feed and we wanted to give you something to listen to while we're away in europe and not 
covering, I think the below deck reunion will be missing out. Yeah, we will. That. We're sorry, but. But we want to give yeah. you something that you haven't been getting or haven't been used to getting for free. So that's the sister wife on Patreon. And also we're working on a video component. So that's going to be something new. And hopefully you can look forward to that. And that will be on Yeah, Patreon. and you can see all John's hand gestures. I'm doing a lot of hand so gestures. So many hand gestures. <laughs> yes. So that is all to be looking, looks forward to, we hope. Make sure you're following us on Instagram at Married to Reality Pod because that's another place you'll get all the information and the details and everything you need to know. Mm-hmm. We'll give it to you here on the podcast as soon as we know. But also at Married to Reality Pod on Instagram is the place to be for all you need to know Absolutely. about this podcast. Also, make sure you're just following the podcast, okay? So everything we drop that's on the free feed will come to you as long as you're following Married to Reality. And it's so easy to follow. You look down, you smash that follow button. Yes, smash it like it's as hot as that picnic that Terrin and India put together. And I'll tell you what, sister wives... You started a business because that looked fabulous. Oh, they went to a business. They did not put that together themselves. You don't think so? They could barely pick out liquor. They're like Bacardi and Pinot Grigio. Those two things go together, right? That's a dangerous combination. (laughs) That's a very dangerous combination. There are so many businesses. They popped Uh, up throughout COVID. And we actually walked by one in the wild when we were in In Savannah Savannah a couple weeks ago. It's funny. I I wanted to... I wanted to do it, and they do it at the beach. Oh, they do it all, all over. over. Yeah, yeah, we live in Florida, so yeah. We're, 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 we're. The, temper- the temperature, temperature needs like, to be right. I know. My only thing is that I guess I would do it at the park when it's like maybe a more private setting. Yeah, the one wanna- we walked by was in in the middle of Savannah. Everyone's walking around. Everyone's taking photos. Everyone's doing the historic tours. And, and the, you're having a picnic in the middle of that. You're having the posh picnic, which is just screaming, look at me, look at me. Right? You're not going to blend in to the park with a setup like that. And no. we don't need eyes on us while we're no. just trying to have wine and cheese. Absolutely. But Please. you can have it. I saw it online, wherever we live. They can set it up for you anywhere, so you can pick a, a little more private area. I'd be down. I'd be down for that. Oh, but you have to watch for the gators because we are in Florida. Yes, yes. same so. with the apps family. <laughs> All right, so you're following the Instagram, you're following the podcast, and last but not least, if you haven't left a review, if you please, if you could do that, it means the world to us. Absolutely. All right, absolutely, Teresa. Absolutely. So one of my favorite words. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Let's talk about... This episode, Seeking Sister Wife, Season 4, Episode 3. Episode 3. Are you doing my accent? No, you say that every time I'm doing the owl. I'm doing the wise Tootsie Roll owl, the Tootsie Pop owl. Three. <laughs> have you not watched the commercial yet? I have. You showed me. Okay, so you know. A three. I wish you said three like Count Dracula, but no, you say it like... Because I pay Teresa. money. I pay money to... Stop rolling my R's. You paid money to stop rolling your R's. That's what I said. No, I thought you said you're currently. Well, I pay you. Do you? To to critique your pronunciation? I feed you. I cook for you. Yes, you pay me. I pay you in love. Yes, and I I, I would correct you for free, Teresa. Believe you me. I would correct you you for free. Yes, you are. All right, the Epps family. Orlando, Turin, Marcus, and India. So... I had a question that came to me okay. while watching 
this episode, and it applies to, to Marcus Epps, but it applies to all of our husbands. You get married. Mm-hmm. You get a wedding band. Yeah. What happens when you marry your next wife? Do you get a new wedding band to signify your two wives or do you start stacking them? Maybe <laughs> in Czech, when you go to the restaurant or a bar, right? We love beer. We drink a lot of beer. So when you drink a beer, usually you have a piece of paper on the table and they put lines. And once you have 10 lines, they cross it. Yeah, I did And that. they do 10 lines underneath. I did that in college it. with a Sharpie marker on my arm. Yeah, so we yeah. do it in actual, if you go to a pub and you're in the group, or if, if, if oh, you're Oh, because that's how they charge you. Yes, that's how they charge you. So they do one, two, three, four, five, cross. One, two, three, four, five, cross. Yeah. Maybe that's your engraving. Oh, they start engraving <laughs> yeah. how many wives you have. Smart. One, two, three, four, five, cross. I like that. I feel like some of our friends who've watched this series or just familiar with plural lifestyle may know. So call in if you know, but- it got me thinking because obviously you get married your first time and you have a band and that's kind of special between you and your wife. Yeah. Then your next wife might be like, well, why are you still wearing the wedding band from your first wife? But also you have time fingers. Very true. Mm-hmm. You've been thinking a lot about this plural marriage thing. I wasn't, you? but it's just coming to me. Okay. So as we said, Taryn and India, they are preparing for Marcus's date. Yes. Can I say this? Why is Marcus looking for another wife? Like, Taryn and India are gorgeous. It's not about looks, Teresa. How shallow are you? I'm not shallow, but you don't let me finish. Okay. They're gorgeous, and they say, we have this nice relationship, the three of us. We don't want to spoil the dynamic. So why would Marcus want to go and spoil it, potentially? Marcus is a man who I think gets bored easily. He is someone who used to... Get a to, puppy, gee. He used to... He, they have a nice dog. Very swell dog. <laughs> Very swell dog. He used to entertain five to ten women at a time. Did you forget? This is a man who gets <laughs> bored easily and needs the attention and affection. And I think that's what it is. Forget the boredom. There is something, I think, about a lot of these husbands, whether it be their height or something else, that makes them feel inadequate. And they need multiple women to feel better about themselves. I guess, but I feel like if you have something that works and it's beautiful and they are beautiful, yeah. why would you want to go and just test it like that? It doesn't work. It it's works a, for us because we watch it, but... It's not working for them. I, I don't like, think... I feel it, like Marcus is just poking the dragon. I don't think it's really working as well as you think it is because... We see India and Taryn sit down to talk about how India feels about Marcus going on a date. India's not thrilled. No, about she's this not. Idea. And I think Taryn is more okay with it because she left Marcus because he was cheating, came back, kind of had the time to wrap her mind around this because he was dating India already. Yeah. And it was almost like up to her because Marcus said, I want you back in my life too, but I also have India. Yeah. Do you want this whole thing? And it's he opened up to her and say, you decide. Like, if you want to come back, I want you back, but I don't want to give up India. And so she wrapped her mind around it. And I feel like India, it took her a while, as she said, finally wrapped her mind around Taryn because they get along, right? Mm-hmm. So 
but I get it. Adding another person into the mix might spoil the relationship. I always think the most recent wife will have a problem adding a wife. Unless it's someone like Leah, who is very comfortable and experienced in the plural lifestyle. I always feel, and, and I could be correct that I'm new to this. I, <laughs> I always love feel, that you say. <laughs> I always feel like that most recent wife feels like I could change him and make him just mine. I guess. I mean, it makes sense. I love how you say, I always feel like we just started watching. Well, we're three episodes <laughs> in and every time I see another wife come into the picture, I go, they're into the guy. Yeah. Don't want anything to do with these women. I think the first wife, the wife who goes, maybe we should get into plural marriages. I think she might be into yeah. having, because of course she's been there when it was just a monogamous relationship. She's open to the idea, but the new wife is going, well, I just like this guy. I'll deal with the woman until I can separate him from her and it just becomes yeah, us. But I, I don't think all the current second wives, I think all of them are okay. They enjoy the relationship as is. Mm, I, maybe. Maybe. It's, it's like the too early to tell for like me. These guys are established and I think, and they said it too. They like the dynamic. They like how it works. The, the, it works. The thing that will drive two people closer together is bringing in an outsider. So if you've ever been at the office and you didn't get along with a coworker so well, when you bring in a new coworker, you and that coworker who didn't get along so well get a little closer because now there's an outsider and there's a familiarity. Really? Yeah. And I think that's kind of what happens, at least with India and Taryn. Maybe they didn't get along so well. Now we're bringing in a third. Oh, well, we better join and become an alliance. I never felt this way. Yeah, you're unique, to say the <laughs> least. <laughs> I, I think the outsider brings people together because we, we now have a common enemy. We don't know this person. This is our common enemy. Interesting. I always like the new peeps. All right. That means you must not, you really must not get along with the current peeps. No, I do. I actually do get along with 95% of the peeps. You get along with people. I do. I do. Yeah. I have a very open mind. But yes, obviously I've, you know, met people in my life that I just, as much as I tried, I just could not get along with. Yeah. And so I get it. But again, I think the established wives are okay with this current situation, but yeah. might not be okay with adding another person yeah. into the mix. And and Taryn and Marcus have obviously a solid history. And we learn India and Marcus really formed a deep bond because when they started dating, Marcus's grandmother passed away. And yeah. that and that that loss brought them close. Do you think do you think grandma died of a heart attack when she learned about Marcus's lifestyle? Most likely. <laughs> Most likely. Most likely. Most likely this was the cause of grandma's passing. Yeah. But yeah, like bottom line is that India does not want to share Marcus with anyone else. Like she's okay sharing with Taryn. She has to be. Yeah. Taryn was married to Marcus yeah. before. Yeah, she, but the, I, I have a feeling and we saw maybe some some stuff in the previews, but I have a feeling that India might end up leaving if it's if they will seriously bring someone else in. Yeah, yeah, we see this. It gets contentious at the end. Yeah. But before that, we see Marcus. He's self filming. He's on his way to pick up this new date, Binny, who is Bina. not. I think it's Binny. I think it's Binna. Binya. Let's call her Binya. So I because I said I wrote down Binny 
I think it's and Benny. And then he kept saying Bina, 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 mm. Bina, Bina, Bina. And so I changed it. I'm gonna, let's, can we just agree to Benny? Because we have Benny from 90. We'll have Benny here. So it's just easier for me. We have 94 names in this show alone. Let's just go with Benny so we can make it easier. But that's not her name. I think it is. I don't think it is. Colin, I'm going to go Benny. You can go with whatever well, you want. It might be Benny, but it's pronounced Bina. I think it's Benny. I th- I'm going Benny. Okay. okay. If you go Benny, I go Bina. Well, either way, he picks her up <laughs> and it's the new love interest, but they've known each other for a while. They've been friends for like 12 years. She runs a salon in Charlotte and she actually knows Taryn, but she's never met India. They used to live in Charlotte. Yes. Marcus and, Marcus and Taryn. Yes. And so that's how they all know each other. So there's a history there, but Benny, Binya doesn't know India. And I can tell just by her personality, and she seems very nice, but just by the way she is, she's not a good fit for this she's family. She's too bold. She's, she's too bold, yes. She's she, too, like, out there. She comes She comes out of the hotel. Marcus is picking her up. She comes out of the hotel, and she is blinging from bracelets to braces. Mm-hmm. Everything is blinging. And this is the thing. It's like, she seems very nice, but I think... She has her own business. She runs her own life in a way, right? She has a child. Yeah. I don't think she's the right fit into this mix. Plus, they all know each other but India. Uh, yeah. And Mark, Marcus said it. He said, I'm not sure if this would be the good idea to bring someone that Tannin already has a relationship with. So India might feel left out. It's unfair. It is you unfair. Gotta, you got to get someone who's neutral. Yeah. It's a little unfair to bring someone in because now you're now you're really making India feel like the outsider. And I feel like you need to approach it like the Davis family or <laughs> all, the, all the other families. Does everyone get a job except <laughs> no, 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 no. You need to date the three of you before you go one on one. Oh, I know. And we yeah. haven't seen this yet. And so that's why I kind of forget that that well, happened. We d- yeah. So we did the Davis family. They said they were dating all together. And then they went we on never, the one-on-one. We, we never, never seen saw it, yeah. plural dating. Then the Texas peeps, Danielle and... What's, I forgot their names. They were on A- this episode. April? April's the young one. Brenda. Brenda, April, and... Steve. Steve, right? How, how do I remember these names? It's insanity. There's literally 94 <laughs> names in this show. Well, I'm glad you you remember because that's the same thing. This, is, this they show's date all I think together, about. <laughs> right? They date together. Yeah. Even though, yes, Steve said he already banked April, but but they, they all are go to the winery together. Yeah. I feel like Marcus approached this the wrong way. He should have gone out. With Bina or Bini and the ladies. I completely agree because it's giving the man, and maybe that's the way it goes, it's giving the man all the power to really make the decision. He's going to fall in love or not fall in love, and then he's going to coerce his other wives to go along with it. Yeah. If you're truly making this a plural relationship, then make it a plural relationship and give everyone an equal say. Exactly. I think most of the couples are doing it. But Marcus. Here's why I don't think she's a good fit. Okay. Benny. Because Marcus asks, why are you interested in this idea? You've never done this before. You've never been in a plural relationship before. Why are you interested 
in a plural relationship. And her response is that, well, I know some men need more than one woman. And I just like the idea that I'll know that that's what's going on. It, it's not a secret. It won't feel like cheating. Yeah, that's what she, she said. You know, the problem with mon- monogamy or mon- monogamous relationships is that people cheat. This way, you let us know. It's such a bad reason. <laughs> it it's a defense reason. She's coming in already on the defense. That's not love. That's not acceptance. That's just, well, I'm so scared to get hurt that I'm going to do something I don't want to do so that I don't get hurt. But she also said she thought that polygamy is a joke, but now she's open to it. And she likes Marcus. She's not, she's not open thing, to it. Yeah. It's a defense mechanism. I almost feel like maybe she got to a certain point of her life. She can find the right man, but... Marcus mm. has always been there for her. They've been friends. She knows Taryn and she almost feels like maybe, you know, I could get a husband and a sister and another yeah. sister. Like possibly. Yeah, well, I I don't think she's entering it with the right intentions. Yes, I agree. But Marcus is happy. Marcus thinks it's going well. And the date ends. He goes back to the house where India and Taryn are hanging out and did he stop for fast food did did oh india, he stopped for something did india darren not make a proper meal because he comes back with like a to-go cup yeah I'm like where did you well, go? maybe he had a little <laughs> snacky snack where did, where did you two go yeah he gets home he smooshes everyone and he tells them the date went well first of all you guys you are so dope you were so dope. She was so excited that you contributed to the date. And what do you think about this? She's going to be leaving the day after tomorrow. So I invited her to come over tomorrow evening. Well, and Marcus also wants to know what they think about him testing the waters. Yeah. AKA banging. It was all thrown at Taryn in oh, India yeah. all at once. Like, so I think she might come over tomorrow and would it be okay if I banged her? Mm-hmm. It's interesting because they are not on the same page and you can, now we can tell. Taryn in India are not yeah, on the same yeah. page. Taryn is more okay with this lifestyle because Taryn says, sex should happen naturally. Yeah. Don't come to me or my sis, but just, just let it happen. And India is like, absolutely not. Like, I don't agree with that. India went from zero to a million. Yeah. She was so appalled by the but idea. But I agree with her because she says, we all need to have a chemistry first yeah. before we get physical. It's like with a relationship. I mean, yes. I'd say if you date someone and on the day two, you're like, this person is a moron, but I can at least bang them. If you're in your 20s, you have nothing else to do, right? Yeah. You bang, but you don't see the future. But if you do see the future, I feel like that's when you take some time and you make sure the relationship works. The only thing that gives me pause is that the sexual relationship only exists between Marcus and the women. So it's not like, oh, we all need to experience the sexual side of things at the same time. He's the only one who apparently is going to experience the sexual thing. So why doesn't he do it on his own timeline? Well, because it's a relationship. I know, but i that's where I'm still struggling to wrap my head around. What is the relationship? Because to me, the relationship seems like it's between Marcus and each of these women individually. No, but that's the thing. 
it's between between all of it them. It should be. Yes, it they just be. don't. The women don't get sexual with each other, but they they have a sisterhood. They're a family. Yeah. And if you are a family, you make decisions together. Here's what I would say. India is going to get outvoted. If it comes down to a majority rules, India is outvoted because Taryn already knows Binny. Mm-hmm. Marcus is already signing off on her. So I, I also feel like India, if it gets to the point that India doesn't like this new lady, Binny, Bina, she's going to leave. If yeah, Marcus is yeah. set on her and says, we're going to add her to the family, she's, she's going to pack her bags and leave. 100%. She's already the odd man out. There's no reason yeah. for her to stay. Yeah, I completely agree. Let's see. It's definitely getting interesting over there oh, yeah. in Orlando. So let's see. <laughs> Before we move on, Teresa, I hate to say it. I think we need to take a break. Okay. All right. That was a big segment. It was an exciting segment. We're going to take a break. We'll be back in a second. And we're back. Hello, Jonathan. Hello, Teresa. Do you no. love that I welcome you back yeah, after a break? I'm just used to it now. You uh, wouldn't have some, Well, sometimes I, I get nervous that you f- are forgetting my name because you're like, hello, uh, Mark, Jonathan. <laughs> <laughs> well, I always have to first, sometimes I think, should I call you John or Jonathan? I, fun fact, guys, I never call him Jonathan. Just on this podcast because I find it funny. Yeah, we never address each other by our first names. No. Unless it's like formal. Yeah. As much as I love your full name, you don't go by Jonathan, you go by John. Yeah. But I just find it almost like funny when I call you Jonathan. There's more of a rhythm to it. It's more lyrical. Hello, Jonathan. Yeah. Your your name is beautiful. I Um, love your name. Thank you. Your full name. I love your name too. Thank you. That is a... Jonathan. Okay. <laughs> Let's talk about another bunch of names. Danielle, Garrick, Leah, the Merrifield family. The Merrifield family still in LA. Yes. So we picked up where we left off. Garrick still emotional, talking to the Burda. He's in tears mm-hmm. talking. And, and Leah's also in tears. And surprisingly, it's not over the fact that he's wearing these cowboy boots. She's in tears because... Leah's there, and she is not. And, okay, let me ask you this. This whole freaking relationship, I, it's so weird. It's so... Which one? Which Because there's so many relationships going on them. here. Like, Roberta obviously just wants to be with Garrick. Her king. Her king. Like, she... She's the odd person. She's the one who doesn't speak the language. Yeah. She's the one who's going to come to the U.S. She won't be able mm. to work. She'll be fully dependent on all these people. Then you have Danielle, who is the jealous first wife. Danielle's holding on for dear life. Oh, yeah. Oh, or the ex-wife, am I right? Ooh, uh-huh. hello, Teresa. And I feel like Danielle is strategically trying to find women that work with her but then she always finds something like Roberta she feels like Roberta is a little below her in a way right yeah right? it's, it's and the so, Americanism yes yeah yeah a little below her and she talked about it later when she says well Roberta when she comes she won't be able to work <laughs> on this so she'll, she'll be, she'll she'll be, be the cleaning. maid she'll be the cleaning she'll lady be the she'll, be, she'll be the Spanish yeah. house cleaner and then yeah. there is Leah who has a very strong personality who's very smart 
very driven, driven yeah. has a career, yes. wants to work on her career, which is great. Kudos to her, right? And I feel like now Danielle is kind of freaked out by it because she didn't expect it. She thought she's going to have this sister wife, yeah. but she will still be a little above. Right. But she sees that right. no, Leah doesn't give a shit. Right. Danielle's kind of losing her place. Oh, yeah. 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 And you can tell. And uh, she's so sneaky. Like, you can tell how jealous she is trying to play it cool, just like, kind of like that's, watching. <laughs> it's so right? true. And that's what makes the show so interesting uh-huh. is the different power dynamics and how everything is shifting. Yes. And you, you used to be the leader or you used to be the main love, but you're not anymore. And there's this new person coming in yeah danielle is holding on for dear life going where do i fit in right now but this is how i this is how i feel i think that garrick is in love with roberta i think because, he's infatuated with her or i don't think they've spent enough time together no, to yeah, but love. let's say he he loves to cheese that poor little what's this fluffy animal i touched in prague Ooh, sheep. A, a sheep. Yeah, the, she's, she's not this a, poor she's little not a sheep, sheep. But she is this lost puppy. Yeah, it's like she's this, I like when I say, okay. this poor little sheep that's just nah. lost. And he wants to save her, right? Yeah. Then there is Danielle, who's the ex-wife. Like, she's dead. They have kids together. Yeah. Like she is almost a friend, kind of, right? At this point. And that is Leah, who I think that scares Garrick. Because I don't see any chemistry. Well, because any chemistry. Danielle brought Leah into the relationship. I guess. Yeah. Right. Right. Well, let's talk about it because he hangs up with Roberta mm-hmm. and Leah does come in. She is so in control. She is so hungry. Oh, yeah. She is so hungry. Not just power hungry. She's hungry, hungry. She, oh, she's so hungry. She needs to eat. And again, I'll say it again because I think it's it says so much. When you're nervous... You're not hungry. True. She is so hungry. She is not nervous. She is in control. She is a natural leader in this relationship. And her and Garrick go and start prepping dinner and they head outside to start grilling. And Leah's comment is, I'm feeling, I'm feeling some vibes around Garrick. I like it. He's not gropey. What does it okay? <laughs> what does it mean? Handsy. His hands aren't all over. Uh, he, he's okay. not getting too handsy and touching her inappropriately. But she can still tell that he likes her. Mm-hmm. Okay. So then Garrett goes to grill Leah and Danielle sit down to talk, and this is where I started scratching my head because Leah asks Danielle how how do you feel about things? How are things going? How do you feel about the plural relationship and how it's blossoming? And Danielle's like, it's good. It's good. And I know there are boundaries which make me feel good about it. And one of those boundaries is no sex. She said that. And I think she meant no sex before a wedding. And again, before marriage. Before marriage. But again, fake marriage. Right. He cannot marry all of them. Right. right. But I think it's also a power move. And I think Leah picked up on it because she says something in a way that Danielle yeah. is trying to be the the boss. Like, yeah. Well, she, she kind of puts Garrick down. She's like, rest assured, I am not trying to sleep with your husband. Not, yeah. not, not as long as he's wearing those cowboy boots, at least. Yeah. But Danielle's like, you know, Leah, but I, I trust you. And this conversation just got very awkward. 
Leah called her a gatekeeper. A gatekeeper. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because she's putting up these fences, yes. these gates to to keep Leah yeah. from getting too close to Garrick. And I think Daniel's like picking up on something. She's like, Leah is very bold and that can be intimidating, possibly an issue. Yeah. Yeah. Like, she's, I feel like she's getting nervous. I don't think she wants to live this lifestyle. Daniel, no, of course not. And I feel like ev- she will, she's going to have issues with anyone. Because Danielle was the first wife, yeah. right? So I guess I take it back. I said the first wife is usually one that's okay with yeah. it. But-, but that's the thing. She's okay with it because Garrick, that's what he wants. He's the breadwinner. They have two yeah. kids. Yeah, and she has to be okay For her, with it. it's either she's okay with it or she's out. And here's an interesting question we don't have the answer to. I think Garrick was one of the husbands who used religion to justify the polygamy. Oh, yeah. Right. So religion doesn't usually look fondly upon divorce. So does Danielle go, well, I can't get divorced. My God does not approve of divorce. So does does her religion support polygamy over divorce? And that's why she's going along with it. Well, I don't know. I think when you look at the two of them, I think they do have a relationship. I think they, you know, they yeah. were married and they divorced only because of Roberta. Yeah. But there is something for sure. Plus they have kids. And I think, I don't want to say that it's a transaction, but he can provide for her. They're building yeah. this big ass house. She's going to be taken care of, right? It all comes into the mix. And that, But again, she can be taken care of. This sister wife, in essence, is there to take care of of Danielle when Garrick is busy with Roberta. Yeah. So it's all about everyone else taking care of Danielle, but not Garrick. Yeah. I think Danielle needs another Roberta style sister wife who's going to be a little below her. I hate to Mm -hmm. say, I hate to use this term because Roberta is not below her. Right. But Danielle thinks she is. Yes. Yes. And I think she needs another, a little shy person, someone who's like, Afraid to speak up, really. Well, Danielle needs to be the boss. Yes, yes. And Leah's not going to let her. No, because think of the power dynamic. Because it all comes back to that. Imagine being the first wife and then the newest wife comes in and all of a sudden there's the boss. It's like, whoa, I was here first. I need to be the one in charge. Yes. So they all sit down for dinner. And tell me if you picked up on this. Garrick does this quick grace, right? Mm -hmm. Where he thanks Jesus for Leah. No mention of Danielle, no mention of Roberta mm-hmm. in that grace. It was just shout out to Leah. I didn't pick up on it, but. Yeah, but it's not, okay, surpri- it's not surprising. Yeah. And so Leah's like, well, how do you think things are going so far? And Garrick, oh, he starts going, it's very special. He's, he's like he's talking such, in this whisper. He's such a creep. Oh, it's very special. <laughs> in real life. All to- sisters. And. And back to Danielle, because when Leah is asking, so how do you think it's going today? How do you feel about today? (laughs) Danielle is like, with Roberta stuff? No, you moron. With this whole thing, like you just met Leah. Yeah. And it all all comes back to just Danielle. I don't even know how to explain it well, but just Danielle trying to play the mind games in the background. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She doesn't want to lose her position of power. Absolutely. But then 
Leah does ask Danielle, okay, well, how will things go in the house, right? How will things be ran? What are these different positions we will take in the house? Do we know what Danielle does for a living? Mm. I'm going to say that she helps with the company. Probably helps with the company or stay-at-home mom. Well, I think she does both. Right? Right. Yeah. Because Danielle says, well, when Bert comes into the house, she doesn't speak English. So she can't go get a job. So her role may be the house. And Leah's very quick to jump in and say, well, I work in the hospital 8 to 12 hours. I don't think I can come home and help out with the house, really. I can't come home and start cooking and cleaning and, and doing laundry. What, do you, what are you going to say about that? What do you have to say? Oh, it's so weird because I would say Leah has no business being in this plural relationship because she has a life of her own. And I kind of do side with Garrick and Danielle in the sense of we're trying to grow this family. I want you to be part of this family. And Leah has her life outside of it. But Leah is the most experienced out of everyone here in plural relationships. So I think she does know what she's doing. Well, that's the thing. If I was a nurse and I worked 12 hours, four times a week, that, that would have to be okay with you because that's my job. Right. Regardless of us having a family or not. But Garrick wants to be the breadwinner. Garrick wants to go, I have this great job. I make the money. I take care of my women and my women take care of me. I guess. That's what he wants. The flip side of that argument is when Leah starts saying, I want to go to school. Mm -hmm. I want to continue my education. Well, then you should be happy that you don't have to work Mm -hmm. so many hours. You should be happy that's, that, that's a good point. That you can scale back because I think Leah says or or Garrick tells Leah maybe 30 hours a week, right? Well, that would that would be perfect mm-hmm. then if you want to go to school. That's, that's a good point. So it seems like the perfect situation here. Everyone just needs to kind of get on board and realize that it's a good situation. Mm-hmm. The only loser is Danielle. Oh, yeah. Do you think it's going to work with Leah? No, there's too much clashing too soon. I'm going to say no as well. We're clashing on day one, day two. But I want to, I really want Roberta to come because I think that's going to be good. Yeah, that, that'll throw a wrench in so many things. Oh my gosh. All right. Let's talk about a new family. Okay. No shortage of these plural families over here. Let's talk about a new family. The Jones family. Portland, Oregon. We have Sidian. Yes. 38 and Tasha that's spelled funny 29 T O S H A Yeah Sidian is also spelled Well Sidian is a strange name to begin with I'm not judging I'm all for cool names yeah. but I always find it funny when people spell regular names in all kinds of ways like there are 59 ways to spell Ashley Yeah There are 59 ways to spell I don't know. I would say Tasha's not the most average name to begin with, so spell it however you want. I would have to ask. Well, I guess I would go T A. Tasha is Natasha. True. I bet you this is Natasha. Yeah. So, oh, again, okay. all kinds of ways to spell all kinds of names. Okay. So they also have some kids and a couple swell dogs. Very swell. A lot of swell dogs. Swell. They're all out at a park. And we learn they love the plural lifestyle. It means a bustling family, 
for all of them. And for Sidian, it helps him access the different sides of his personality. And this is another family with the Davis family that I believe that the lady is okay with it. Because Tasha mm, yeah. sounded very, very, very much on board. Like well, she was doing, doing most of the talking. Because here we go. Tasha came into the relationship when Sidian mm. was already married. Sidian had a wife and kids. So Tasha was the second wife. So she knew she came in knowing I'm going to be the second wife. So I guess I keep correcting myself here because she came in, I guess, didn't want to steal Sidian for herself. She is okay. She is open with the polygamous lifestyle. The first wife was not, so she left. Tasha stayed. That's the same situation as Brenda and Steven. Brenda came into a relationship. First wife left. Brenda stayed. But they... She also wants to explore the plural relationship, but Brenda seems to be jealous. Tasha doesn't. It's funny (laughs) because we're not parents here, but parents go through the empty nest syndrome. When you have kids and Mm -hmm. they go off to college, you have the empty nest syndrome. Or when you have kids and they move from Czech to America, you have empty nest. You're almost getting empty nest syndrome. When the first wife leaves. That's true. And you go, we got to fill this nest with another wife. And so they're trying, right? So we see them outside <laughs> playing with its swell dogs. Sidian has three kids. Yes. I didn't catch all the names. I got but them all. I got the ages 8, 10, and 14. Okay, so the 8-year-old is Tarium. Figure out how to spell that. The 10-year-old is Ellie. And the 14-year-old is Liam, who used to be Lily. Yes. So Liam and the 8-year-old live with them. Yes. The 10-year-old doesn't. Yes. And so because Liam used to be Lily, they say any potential sister wife will need to accept. And I love that. They say any potential sister wife will need to be understanding and be okay with the LGBTQ (laughs) lifestyle. Yeah. And and I, of course, uh, approve of that and, and love that. But I also love the idea that they might meet a sister wife who's clearly open-minded because she's a sister wife, but not that open-minded. Like, I'm okay. I'm fine with multiple wives, but going from a husband to a wife, absolutely not. Like, that's too far for me. Yeah, but no. Because clearly, you got to be open-minded to be in a plural relationship. Yes, absolutely. Well, and it's important that everyone feels included. Yes, and, and to seek a more open-minded community... We find out that they moved from Boise, Boise. Idaho to Portland, Oregon. Sounds sounds about right. Yes. What I find funny is that you go, yes, they're moving to Portland, Oregon. And I have family. I have family in the LGBTQ community in Portland, Oregon. Mm -hmm. Shout out to, I won't name them, I guess. You can. Shout out to to Lainey and Carly. Hello. We love Lainey and Carly. And yeah, they moved to Portland. They, they're my family too. They're your family too now. Don't take them away from it's me. It's so sad because I, the first time I ever went to Portland was for their wedding because yeah. because Oregon approved yeah. gay marriages and then they reversed it. So it's they're fucked up. no longer married. But that was the first time I went to Portland was for their wedding. But yeah, so I thought, yeah, you go to Portland. It's so much more open-minded. You'll be able to find a sister wife there. Mm-hmm. 
Now you got to go to the Philippines to find a sister wife, apparently. You so moved to, move to Portland, you got to go to the Philippines. Let's talk about this Filipino lady because yes. her name is Ariel. Very pretty. Very pretty. She's a pageant winner. And, and then yes. I was going to add one thing. We've met a decent amount of Filipino ladies through the 90-day world, which yeah. is our bread and butter. Yes. Ariel is the only one whose English is really good and she barely has an accent. Perfect English, zero accent. But she's the only one out of all the Filipinos we met on all these shows. And she's 28. Yeah. Which is probably a similar age to most of the Filipino women that we so it's not like she's 18 and started speaking English in grade school and yeah. that's why, like I don't know. It's it's super interesting. Yeah. Well, English, that, English is great. Inter- yeah. con- internet connection, not so much. Not so great. And another reason why I think that Tasha is okay with this relationship and is really excited is because she went on a business trip yes. to the Philippines. She met Ariel. They spent some time together. They bonded. And she really likes her. And yes. so because of that, I almost feel like she's still the one excited. You see her talking to her and she's just happy. Right. So... We don't know this. Maybe Tasha's bisexual. We don't know. We haven't gotten too much into the sexual yes. side of this relationship because Sidian has not met Ariel. Yes, but right? they need to meet ASAP. Right. So the reason I say that is because a lot of these other families we hear, oh yeah, we don't have all we don't all have sex. We sleep in the same bedroom or in separate bedrooms. This one we don't know. So so maybe Tasha does have a thing. For Ariel, maybe not. They have met a, or they've tried to meet a couple of times in person. All three of them has not happened. But that's the next step mm-hmm. is to make that happen to make sure that our Internet connection, <laughs> although it is not good. Apparently it is strong. Hopefully it's as strong in person as it is online. You know who CDN reminds me of since we mentioned 90 Day? Ooh, I probably could guess. Yeah, uh, I can I guess? Mm-hmm. Is it recent? No. Oh, I was going to say with Alina. Oh, no. What was his name? Uh, wait, wait, yeah. which Alina? Um, the little person. Oh. Know. What was his name? Oh. Brandon? No. Brandon? <laughs> no. Damn it. Alina and he has the glasses, the long. Oh, Caleb. Caleb. He kind of reminds no, me of no, Caleb. No, oh. not at all. Tim. Okay. Who? Tim. Tim with um, Vanessa? No. Oh, yes. Not Tim and Melissa. No. <laughs> Crawling around in his backyard with cats. <laughs> no. Tim. Really? Yes. No. He's Muhammad a- reminds me more of Tim. No. You- no. Get into a plural no, relationship he, with me. He, is a, he looks like Tim. He has the Tim vibe. Interesting. All right. But what I'm saying is, and it's not a bad thing. I just think he's more on the feminine side. Yeah. And look, I, I, I wasn't going to say this, but now that you brought it up. At the top of this segment, Tasha goes, Sidian's just really into women. Believe me, he's really into women. I'm like, why do you have to say, like, I believe you. I believe you. I don't know why you have to reiterate that, but we believe you. Yes. Okay. One more family who you do not have to convince me that this man is into women. (laughs) Nick Davis. 
is a, is into women. <laughs> almost too, almost too much so. If you could be too into women, if you could be too into women, Nick Davis would be too into women. Yeah, he loves the ladies. He hates the work. <laughs> that right. should be his tagline <laughs> we should give these people tag oh we're, we're not going to but like real housewives they give each they do cast member i never watched it yeah they do but um nick davis is is into the ladies all right it's the morning after his date with danielle and what made me laugh so much was when nick says jennifer and april went to work <sighs> And so now I can enjoy my morning with Daniel. Does Daniel have a job or what? No, she's 22. She didn't go to college. She's exploring a different well, couch Jennifer's this week. Jennifer's 24 and she's Good making some cash. Yeah. I know. How do you roll out of bed in the morning? I mean, you get pushed out of bed when you're sharing it with three other people. But how do you roll out of bed in the morning and go to work and look back and your husband is still basking in the glow of the sex that he had last night with another woman. Like I don't know. You're going to go bust your ass for an eight-hour, 12-hour shift to put food on this guy's table? He just finished on this poor lady's back, and you're like, Ew. yep, got to go to work. Got to make got to make the donuts. It's crazy but, to me. This family, is it cracks me up. I love it so much. I truly believe that this family is into this. I, I st- you have not convinced me. Well, uh, let's... Uh, I see let's, the smiles. You need to keep watching. I see the smiles on Jennifer and April, and then I see them when they forget they're on camera. I see those smiles go away. Really? I see them go away. Yeah. Yeah. So they they leave for work. It's just Nick and Danielle now, and Nick's like, Danielle and I had sex last night. It's like, we know. We could tell from the amount of teeth we're seeing right now. Nick. Yeah, we, we see the smile. We know. We know. And Danielle's, they're sitting there at the kitchen table, and- She's rubbing Nick's hands and arms. And she's like, I'm so comfortable with you, Nick. And and it feels like April and Jennifer, like, we're, we're all so comfortable. They're encouraging everything. I almost feel like she's trying too, too hard. Yeah. Ba- baby. Oh, baby. I really like you, baby. Oh, baby. You gotta, again, we have no experience with this. But there's gotta be a level of competitiveness when you enter the ring. When you're going to throw your bra in the ring of a plural relationship, there's got to be this level of, I want to be the favorite. I guess. Of course. It's human nature. But that's the thing. They all should be equal. They all should, like, you and I are equal. But There's only two of us. (laughs) But let's say if there are two more, we should all still be equal. They should all be equal. I couldn't agree more. I just haven't seen it yet in three episodes where there's one family where everyone is equal. The guy is always in control. He should not be. Well, Nick should not because he just thinks. Nick's probably the only one who should be in control because I respect what he's doing. That's amazing that he's orchestrated this and it's working. (laughs) It's unbelievable. Like hats off to him. But yeah, if there's four people in a relationship, it should be 25, 25, 25, 25. It never is. It's usually 51% and then sprinkle the rest around. But there's got to be some type of competition. It's human nature. You want to be the yeah. favorite. You want at work, in school, That's you true. always want to be the favorite. That's true. And I think I Dan- Danielle wants to be the favorite. But she does say, let's touch base with the girls. I want to see how they feel. Because they did start off 
dating everyone, right? This is the one family we know they all dated. So she wants to check back in with the girls and see, are we all, are we still cool? Right? So she, she's loving it. She wants to pursue it. Nick tells the camera, there's some things I need to strategize moving forward because my first priority is keeping the original three. I think Daniel didn't get into college. <laughs> so, that just came to you. Like, this is her plan B. She's like, fuck. This is her plan B. Yes. It's like, fuck, let's do this for a year. Potentially. <laughs> yeah, but I'm rooting for them because I just, I want to see them on every season of Seeking Sister Wives. You just want to watch Nick. Oh, he is an inspiration. But one thing about Nick that I like is that he always looks happy. That's what I'm saying. Well, how could you not be? <laughs> He just gets to sit home and philosophize. <laughs> I can't even say the word, Therese. That's all he does is is think. He's a thinker. But the ladies love that they have a thinker at home. They love it. They don't have to think. And it's a good thing they don't because mm-hmm. they would realize they're being scammed. <laughs> <laughs> well, whatever works for them, right? Different. What, what do people say? Different strokes for different folks? Yeah, or just different strokes for the husband. If you're in a plural relationship, they're getting multiple types of strokes. Sure. You know what I'm Whatever saying? Whatever works for you guys. All right. That's it. I think, Teresa. I think we've said it all. I'm I hungry. Think, I think that's the episode. All right, guys. What an episode. That is episode three, which means moving forward is on Patreon. And we hope yes. that's okay with you guys. There, well, I don't want to say because we haven't tested it or know how to do it, but we're hoping there's a video component moving, yes. moving forward. So hopefully you guys will be able to choose the audio or you guys can choose the video or choose them both. We'll figure it out. But episodes four and forward will be on Patreon. So we'll let you know how to get to it when we figure that out. Stay tuned. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at Pod. All the details you need will be there. We'll also drop a podcast and let you guys know. Make sure you guys are following the podcast wherever you're listening so that all of the free podcasts will come right to your device. It's so easy to follow the podcast. You look down, you smash that follow button. Yes. Smash it like it's as hot as the picnic. I'm going to bring it back because it was beautiful. Stay with the picnic. All right. And thank you again for the reviews. We really appreciate it. If you haven't left one, please do. It makes our day. It makes our week. It, It really just makes us so happy. Absolutely. So she said absolutely. That means... She's got nothing else else to say. She's said it all. I don't even have to ask her. We'll talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.